virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. It's Friday, 29 July, the Overlord 2022. Uh, tomorrow we're going to do our 100 in a wake up. 100 days is, uh, is a Sunday from the uh, most important midterm. I know people say the most important election, but as far as midterms goes, I think since 1862 in the Civil War, this is by far the most important because this is where we shut down the illegitimate Biden regime. Uh, I've got uh, Steve Cortez, Ben Harnwell, and uh, Dave Braddock in the first hour. We've got a lot of economic news, a lot of geopolitics, a lot of things affecting your life. Also going to try to slide in Naomi Wolf here. She's at an airport. Big story about they're finally breaking this uh, CDC, uh, the news on the CDC, um, big tech oligarchs collusion to shut down all the information about the um, CCP virus, therapeutics, vaccines, all of it. That's all coming to light now. And don't forget, uh, big tech with their backs against the wall. You got Mike Davis on one hand, uh, you know, hammering these guys on this on this tech breakup. Uh, you've got the, the worm on the other you know, hammering these guys. You've got other people hammering them nonstop. They're going to go all in. They're going to go all in to uh, to to save the Biden regime on November 8th. Don't think you've heard the last of big tech. Okay, I've got Cortez. I'm ready to go to. i got a cold open for that, but I want to go. She is traveling. Dr. Naomi Wolf. Uh, Naomi, t- explain to the audience this daily caller and if the guys in Denver, the team in Denver, uh, could get up on the screen. The, a great daily caller story that now exposes the, the collusion between the big tech oligarchs and CDC to suppress voices. I think you're prominently named Naomi Wolf. Tell us what's up with this. Yeah, it's shocking. I'm furious. Um, indeed, uh, America First, which I gather is Stephen Miller's organization, um, initiated a lawsuit with a discovery that resulted in 268 pages that's the amount that my lawyers have sent me, um, of internal communications from the CDC to various big tech companies, including Twitter and Facebook, to identify American citizens using their First Amendment rights to have conversations and, and indeed a completely, um, you know, laudably, uh, investigative tweet of mine is among the, the tweets that were sent by the CDC to illegally to these um, big tech platforms that that then resulted in my being deplatformed and not only deplatformed but chronologically this resulted. I don't yet have the discovery to to show you know how the dots connected internally, but immediately or very soon thereafter, um, Twitter's spokesperson went to all these major news outlets with tweets of mine that had been immediately deleted by me because they were badly phrased or 
tweets taken out of context and a rash of legacy media ran stories calling me crazy. And, um, you know, I was multiply deplatformed and literally what I was doing in that tweet, which everyone can see, which the CDC used my tax dollars to, you know, single me out as an American citizen speaking freely in my country. Um, what I was doing there was simply saying hundreds of women are reporting clotting or bleeding events after vaccination needs more verification. But you know, these are reports. And the last thing I'm going to say about this is that this is, sorry for the background noise, but this is a massive crime against the women of the United States of America because the Centers for Disease Control, which is tasked with keeping us healthy, conspired with for-profit industries to silence a, 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 a reporter doing basic journalism that, um, that then resulted in exactly what I was warning about or beginning to acquire documentation of, which is a year later, the NIH and other independent uh, 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 science organizations have multiply confirmed that women's average menses have extended average by one day a month and that there's massive, massive dysregulation of women's menstrual cycles post-vaccination, resulting now also... Um, Again, we're just finding out the science now, but it's so predictable. Uh, around the world, there's also a rise in miscarriages and spontaneous abortions. So it's a massive crime, and I'm absolutely furious in taking legal action. Well, perfect. And uh, it shows you how important your voice has been from the beginning. Naomi, how do people, I know you got to bounce from a plane, how do people get you to follow breaking developments on the story on your social media and your platform, ma'am? Yeah, come to dailyclout.io. I'll be writing all of this up on Substack, and I'm speaking to um, Jim Ostrowski later today and asking him to represent me to file both, uh, you know, civil charges and criminal charges against Rochelle Walensky, because this is bodily harm to American women as a class. Um, so people, you know, come to Daily Cloud. And the story of this deplatforming, I told it in my book, The Bodies of Others. So now it's in the news that, that the receipts are in. Um, you know, the, the, you can read for yourself how your government conspired to take down yet another American citizen telling the truth. I just want to make sure I heard you. You're going to push, you're going to get your lawyer, you're going to push for going to uh, a prosecutors uh, and, and trying to get criminal charges filed against them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thousands and thousands of women have been bodily harmed by this agency actively concealing information from them that could protect their health and safety. It's an, a massive crime, a, a physical crime against the bodies of American women, against their fertility, against their, their ability to reproduce. It's, it's bodily harm. I, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know exactly what crime it is. But, you know, to me, it appears that it is a massive crime, and I will file criminal charges if they can be filed, as well as civil. The bodies of others go to Amazon right now, uh, or All Seasons Press, their website, or Amazon, and get it. Uh, very powerful. Na uh, Naomi, thank you very much. We'll talk later in the day. Dr. Naomi. Thank you. Blockbuster story on Daily Caller. Um, and I just want to give the audience, you know, your, 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 um, the intelligence services, hedge funds, um, the Soros apparatus, they all watch the show because they know we drive the narrative because we put the smartest and best people out there. We provide a platform and we're not backing down in, in any area. So this does not 
uh, surprise me. But make sure that when you're when you're watching or listening to it, there's a lot of a lot of people that are not our allies are also watching and listening to it. Let me go to uh, let me go to Steve Cort- Cortez. We're 100 days out. You've seen this b- blockbuster news of Daily Caller, and I want to make sure we get this up and particularly go to the link to the actual lawsuit itself because there you can see the, the, the discovery of CDC. This doesn't surprise you, Brother Cortez. You've been, one of, you've been at the forefront. In fact, we're having Mike Davis on later. Uh, breaking news in the, in the situation, the grand jury and the indictment on the, uh, the guy that flew back to kill to assassinate Kavanaugh's wife. It turns out he has confessed to or said that he wanted to kill three justices because he wanted to permanently change the makeup of the court. We've told you this. We said, hey, they're going to try to assassinate Supreme Court justices. That doesn't come from us now. That comes from him. We're going to Mike Davis on. Mike Davis is leading this effort to try to try to break up big tech and at least the beginning right. of it with this bill that's out there. Of course, they keep pushing that thing off as they drop the dime on us on um, on this uh, on the inflation control bill, which is another five, what, four or five hundred billion dollars right. of spending. But let's go to the tech oligarchs and what, what the CDC and the tech oligarchs collusion to suppress the voices that came out about the vaccines, right. about the mask, about the whole whole fiasco, Steve Cortez. You know, big tech too often acts like big brother in America. And what we increasingly see is actual fascism. And what I mean by that is the government is working in concert with hand-selected mega corporations uh, to enforce its will. And oftentimes to get those companies to do things that the government itself is not allowed to do because of constitutional protections, uh, like the suppression of free speech. So when big tech acts in in the place of the government, it is every bit as tyrannical. The effect is every bit um, as, as awful for the American people. And we saw this. In, in two key ways, right? Number one was regarding the virus um, and, and simply suppressing information and trying to force people into a compulsory vaccination that many of them did not want and, in fact, did not need. Uh, and then the second aspect being, of course, suppressing information about the presidential election and completely rigging the election. And yes, I use that word. It was a rigged election. And there were several aspects to that rigging, but a key part of it was big tech and big media working hand in glove to completely suppress and censor the most explosive story of the entire presidential season of the entire campaign, the laptop from hell. So big tech is a clear and present danger to the liberties of America, to our prosperity, even to our very physical health, as we see in this case. And Steve, it's no longer time to skirt around the edges or to tinker around the edges with big tech and say, oh, well, we should revise or reform Section 230. No, we need to go way further than that, Steve. We need to channel Teddy Roosevelt, one of the greatest Republicans of all time, and we need trust busting and we need to absolutely break up and regulate these companies because they have effectively cornered the digital public square in modern America and the effects are terrible and consequential for our country. By the way, so don't think big tech and big media are going to back off. They know in 100 days, if we win the kind of majorities we believe they're there for us to win, it's right. game over for them. Can Denver play? Let's play the cold open. <clears throat> and I want, uh, I want, you're going to see how hard they're spinning right now. And then I'm going to talk to you about the Financial Times of London. Let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and play the cold open. Question, does this play out and how does it play out in November? It's impossible to know, right? I mean, yes, they could pass something. There could be a swell of optimism. Uh, but at the same time, we could get, you know, inflation numbers that are horrific. Uh, people who, um, you know, normally vote may feel like this doesn't impact them enough to get them to the polls. Uh, you know, I spent the week actually talking to people about their current economic lot just because I wanted to know how they observe all these big numbers that were coming in, whether it was GDP 
or inflation. And the truth of the matter is, is that a lot of people just aren't paying as close attention uh, as we do. Uh, and what they pay attention to, I know this is a little bit of a cliche, but what they really do pay attention to is the price of the gallon of milk and whether they need to buy two because it's on sale and it's cheaper. And so, you know, yes, I think this does give Biden, if it were to pass, a lot of momentum. Uh, he would have a credible case to make that he's had one of the most consequential first terms in office in recent memory, uh, if all goes according to plan. Uh, but I don't know if that's enough to change historical tides or the sense of doom that has kind of come over this country and despair about the state of the economy itself. The sense of doom, they're saying right now that right. he's miraculously pulling off the best first term. The um, Brother Cortez, uh, I know you're a Wall Street Journal guy. I'm an FT guy, right? So that's why we're a good pair. Um, the I don't want to go and say the FT is a little classier and a, Wall Street Journal is a little more working man Wall Street. But, hey, it's a difference right. between investment banking and the trading desk. There's a difference between a guy right. in the pits and a guy on You're, you're big-timing me a little bit there, Steve. You're, that's your Harvard coming out. <laughs> the two quarters of shrinking output push U.S. into, wait for it, Cortez, quote, right. technical recession. Brother, yeah. how hard is the business media and all of them now, particularly who's had these two spending bills dropped on us overnight, trying to salvage the, 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 the Biden regime? You know, you know, as I mentioned, this this level of spinning, their heads spinning around, it, it reminds me of the girl in The Exorcist, literally. Look, yeah, you properly previewed this week on Monday's show when you laid it out and said this is going to be a week full of data that is going to set the stage for this upcoming election. And indeed, it, it has been, and all of the data, including today, has been absolutely miserable, Steve. And we did get the confirmation of what everyday Americans already know, which is that we are in a recession and that we are in a very deep recession, but not, not a shallow one. This is an intense recession right now because it's an inflationary recession. Normally, one of the saving graces of a recession is at least things get cheaper in your life. So economic output uh, declines, but at least the necessities of life get cheaper. So there's, there's some silver lining typically. That is not the case at all in this re recession. And that's why real wages continue to crash. And we got some terrible news out today. Yet again, the PC. <laughs> yeah, hang, 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 hang on. Okay. Hold it. I'm We got 30 seconds and I'm going to hold everybody on the edge of their seats. Cortez is coming in with the numbers. He's coming in with the math. He's coming in with the receipts. What does Steve Cortez say? One of the great quotes. Price is truth. All next in the war room. Everything's begun And you are over Cause we're taking down The CCP Spread the word all through Hong Kong We will fight till they're all gone We rejoice when there's no more Let's take down the CCP You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority On economic policy Completely misses The flashing red lights of impending inflation now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, -N -N, to 989898. 
and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. You can't get my pill in big box. They pulled it because of Mike Lindell's uh, belief in his country, in his uh, political views, which is, hey, he's out there to get rid of all the machines in the country, turn, turn us into France as far as, you know, paper ballots and hand counts. They didn't like it. The corporate swells in Bentonville, you know, pulled him out. So if you're going to get the products, you got to go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Go check it out today. we got the pills at $19.88. Got the sheet, 39 bucks. Buy one, get one, freeze all over. It's just tons of sales. Interesting products. Go check it out. The armor-piercing shell that is Mike Lindell. We're going to be talking tomorrow. Mike's going to join us. We've got uh, a ton of folks. Arizona, all the politics are going on. Big Tuesdays coming up. And uh, we're going to be all over it with economics, geopolitics, had all ties together. A hundred days and a wake up is tomorrow uh, on the war room, 10 o'clock until noon. Mike's going to join us talk about the summit they're having out in Springfield, Missouri on the third weekend in August. We'll talk all about that. Uh, Steve Cortez, brother Cortez, by the way, CPAC, go to conservative.org. Check out the CPAC room. We're doing a bunch of special broadcasting from there. So go check it out right now. Uh, slash war room. You get into some of the special events. Uh, Cortez, uh, the floor is yours. I know you've done a bunch of other analysis. You've got other uh, numbers to talk to us about. Just an overview. With all the spin they've put up in, in, the, in, the, right. in the happy talk, you know, conflation, inflation control bill, which is another massive Keynesian stimulus package and a payoff for this. This is a tell that the Senate, the, uh, Manchin and those guys know they're going to lose the Senate. So they're paying right. off their donors and their lobbyists. Give us your sense of today's, we're on Friday. It's the end of the week. You and I kicked the show off. Monday morning talking about this, that what a big week it was going to be leading up to this. Walk us through today's numbers and your overall assessment, Brother Cortez. Sure. No, listen, a, a huge week, and the numbers were absolutely miserable. They were worse than even I expected, and I went into it, as you know, very pessimistically. These numbers are even worse. Uh, this economy is absolutely crashing into a ditch. That is the reality. And no amount of spin, no amount of narrative is going to change the facts. So let's look at the data and the evidence, the newest data, the newest numbers we got out today, the PCE, which is the Personal Consumption Expenditure Index. This is an inflation read, and it is preferred by the Fed. They believe it's a better capture of inflation than CPI for some technical reasons that aren't honestly all that important. But what is important is PCE today hit yet another 40-year record high. Now, we're showing a chart there because I want to put this in context. I think it's important for people, uh, for those who are watching the show, not just listening, to actually see it, to visually see this explosion and what it coincided with, which is Joe Biden taking office. So the chart that I show there goes back to the beginning of Donald Trump's term. And during all of Donald Trump's term, we had contained, predictable, low, stable inflation, even in 2019, as the economy was absolutely soaring, as pay increases for workers were making historic highs, we still had contained inflation. That means real wages were galloping higher. We now have the exact opposite. Real wages are crashing. And I think as that chart shows, uh, this is an absolute systemic crisis 
It's not transitory. It's not a transition. It is a systemic crisis. And so much of this inflation, Steve, I think this is really important, is very sticky. There are aspects of it that will that are volatile and that can change dramatically. Things like crude oil, natural gas, uh, those are starting to rise again pretty significantly. But the, thankfully, the consumer did get a little bit of a break off of all-time highs on things like gasoline. But there are also very sticky aspects. And what I mean is prices that do not change quickly, that are not volatile, that are unlikely to come down at all, things like rents. So we have rents in America right now. Again, let's talk numbers. For the first time ever, the average rent in America for an apartment is over $2,000 per month. And the annual clip right now for those who have to re-sign is 14% increases. Steve, nobody can handle that. Nobody's making a 14% increase at their job. Their pay is not going up anywhere close to 14%, and yet their rent is. And that's why we see all of these consumer-facing names, Walmart being the most significant one because it's the biggest, but these consumer-facing names are absolutely floundering. They are missing their numbers. They are gapping down in their stock prices. And look, Americans know intrinsically that we are in a recession. You can't spin somebody to believe other than their, their, their personal reality. They know their bank account. They know their credit card bills. They know the anxiety that they're facing right now. Uh, consumer confidence, which again has been measured since the 1950s by the University of Michigan, consumer confidence at an all-time low. It has never been worse than it is right now. So no honest person can look at this collection of data, whether it's small business optimism tanking, personal uh personal confidence, uh, consumer confidence, and then inflation data like this at, at multi-decade highs. No honest person can look at that and say, you know what? I don't think we're in a recession or it's just a transition. Um, you know, th that is ridiculous doublespeak. It's Orwellian. Uh, we reject it. And thankfully, as I said, you don't really need to work very hard to convince the American people of the economic uh, quagmire that we're in because they all know it. You know, I've mentioned this before, too, Steve. I've been campaigning all over this country trying to get the best America first candidates elected, patriotic populists, not just Republican in name only. And as I meet hundreds and perhaps even thousands of people, all of whom watch the war room, by the way, the very first thing they mentioned to me. Um, and they say it with 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 real angst. The very first thing they say is inflation. They just they can't afford the things they need in their life. Forget about the luxuries. They can't afford the things they need. They're worried for their children. They're worried about paying bills. Their credit card debt is mounting. This is a this is a dire situation. And it is a created crisis by Joe Biden with help from the complicit collaborator Republicans like Mitch McConnell. When you talk about uncreating the crisis. <clears throat> here's what is. Um, it's not confusing, but it's, it's, it's fascinating to watch, and it's only going to exacerbate the problem. You have so many conflicting policy prescriptions that are actually being actuated as we speak. You have the Fed that is increasing interest rates 75 basis points. <clears throat> so that's going to make it – that's going to flow through to your credit card, your mortgages, the cost of doing business for everybody. That's going to get passed along. At the same time, they refuse to touch – the nine and a half trillion dollars on the balance sheet at the Fed, right. the, the, the tightening, the tightening is off. So they're keeping the liquidity out there. The uh, also they, they come in with these massive Keynesian stimulus packages. They call it every different thing in the world. But, you know, right. between the, I think the 300 billion for the chips deal, which only 50 or 80 billion go to the chips. You got, a, I don't know, 250, 300 billion that you got mansion talking about. And it's tough to calculate. I think it's four or five hundred million dollars. And they say they're going to have these tax. It's going to be net, it's going to be net. But that stuff never gets implemented. That's just all on right. paper. You, you have, and then you see inside the administration, they're doing executive orders all the time to try to push cash out too. how do you. And they refuse to when they say transition, when they say transition to stable, that is a code word for this transition 
to their green sustainable uh, you know right. economy the green so, and and they refuse to actually get to the heart of the energy issue in fact they're doing things on the energy issue that only exacerbate this correct so cortez brother cortez in this dog's breakfast and i think quite frankly and i take pride in this because i had some people talking at the financial times the other day and and it, i think we're the only people that are looking at this holistically and saying hey what they're doing now is not going to solve this. It's really throwing gasoline or kerosene Correct. right now in the fire. Do, do you agree with that assessment? No, absolutely. The, the, the current actions from Washington, D.C. are greatly exacerbating the existing created crisis, greatly exacerbating rather than trying to fix it. And, you know, you mentioned energy. I, I think we unfortunately have to come to this realization that our political opponents here, it's not just that they're wrong, Steve, about energy. Uh, it's that they don't care that it's harming the United States. In other words, they are prioritizing their green agenda. Uh, they are following the dictates of a snotty teenager from Sweden rather than caring about the economic reality of working class Americans. This country, thank goodness, was born by the grace of the almighty. Uh, this country has oceans of energy under our feet oceans of energy that we can harness and, and have predictable, stable, affordable, plentiful energy. We had it under Donald Trump. We still can. It's not just that the left gets it wrong on a policy prescription here, Steve. It's that they want to inflict this pain because they want to force a transition, right, which is their new favorite word. The leftists, they, they love transitioning in all kinds of ways, uh, including apparently in, in the economy. And it's, it's transition to servitude. It is transition to poverty and to dependency upon foreign sources, upon the government. That, that, that's the transition. So we need to be realistic. And I hate to be that cynical. Americans by nature are optimistic people and want to believe that even their political opponents uh, have good motives. Steve, that's just not the case right now in 2022 America. We need to realize what time it is in this country, the kind of existential fight for this republic that we are engaged in right now because our republic is increasingly devolving into an oligarchy. And if we don't arrest that trend right now, if we don't stop it right now, it will soon be too late. That's why these 22 elections and 24 elections are so unbelievably consequential. And we cannot have our lives dictated by a group of oligarchs and a group of radical leftists who have joined in an unholy alliance to punish the American people in many ways, but particularly punish us economically. You know, and again, I made this point yesterday, and I think it's so important for the American people. You know, we, we are born Americans. We're born for greatness in everything, including in the economy. This has been the most prosperous nation in the history of the world. That grand inheritance is being squandered right now by totally irresponsible tyrants in Washington, D.C. and corporate boardrooms. We can't stop it, but the clock is ticking, Steve, and we need to stop it very quickly because this inflation is so out of control that, believe me, it, it is not impossible for the United States to go down the road of other formerly wealthy countries, places like Venezuela and Argentina. Every working class and middle class people, regardless of your ethnicity, your religion, your race, um, if you vote for the Democratic Party right now, you're, you're voting for your own servitude. It's just that simple. Right. We can walk you through the math. This is, these are anti-democratic institutions right now. The administrative state coupled with their funding mechanism, the Federal Reserve, which would just keep printing money to have the concentration wealth, have the wealthy dictate over you. But this about energy, the, 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 the buried lead, the, thing, the tell, let me say the tell, is they will not address energy. Until you address energy, everything else you're talking about this is happy talk, right? Because your fuel costs, well, Harnwell's going to come in in the next half hour. In Europe, I'm seeing headlines. You can't, it, that's why I'm putting them up on Getter. 
People not taking showers, taking cold showers, not going to have any heat this winter, skipping meals as part of now their lives. They, they're now kind of falling into this. They're accepting it. And it's absolutely stunning. You say a small thing, it's they're changing your behavior to fit what they want you to fit. Short break, Brad, Cortez, Harnwell, all next in the war room. While America's cities collapse into anarchy and chaos and their economies crumble, Democrats are busy pushing radical agendas and putting on show trials. Meanwhile, woke corporations like your cell phone provider are pouring fuel on the fire by funding leftist causes with the money you send them every month. If you're sick of seeing your hard-earned money, go to the left. You need to support companies that share your values. And leading that fight is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They have broad national coverage because they use the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great service minus the leftist propaganda. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget in their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make the switch today. Between the left, the media, and the rhinos, we need to stick together. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Do this today. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Unplug.com slash war room. Go there. Eric Prince, uh, the great Eric Prince, has been obsessed with security of your communications. He's building a phone to take care of that, but right now he's got an app. Go to unplug.com, promo, uh, promo code uh, war room, just slash, you get there. And uh, you can download the app. And then all the other apps you put underneath it, everything you want, can't be monetized, can't be tracked, can't be followed. Plus, he's got an encryption key in there for all your phone calls, text messages, all that. So check it out today. Unplugged.com. I want to go. I'm bringing in Dave Brett. The most important thing that happened in your life this week, that's why I'm so proud of the war room, is um, this story right here. Uh, Beijing seeks $148 billion bailout of their real estate. It's all over the Financial Times today, multiple articles. We were ahead of this. We told you this was going to happen. The sucking sound you're about to hear is the collapse of the Chinese financial system. And that will suck everything down with it in a vortex. Uh, but I want to go back to what Cortez said. So Brad's going to come up with some more data about here in the United States. This headline the other day is what's changing like world's biggest consumer names announce soaring price increases, soaring price increases. Their revenues just got hit. That's not going to happen again. They're passing it directly on to you. You think your life's miserable right now? You ain't seen nothing yet, baby. Okay, Dave Brett, join us here. I know you got a bunch of analysis you want to go through. The floor is yours, sir. 
Yeah, hey, uh, if Cameron wants to put up uh, a couple of the charts, I just wanted to clear up this uh, recession story a bit. Uh, and I found a real nice piece that kind of goes along with the theme we've been developing on the uh, hit to the real economy. And the uh, second quarter uh, data that just came out on GDP, right, that's that usually always, uh, if you have two quarters in a row, that's a recession. So we're in a recession. There's no doubt about that. You got the mainstream press talking about it. Uh, but this uh, chart right here shows the decomposition of that GDP number, what really caused it. And so the second quarter data reflected a noticeable deceleration of economic activity in the real economy made up of middle market businesses that account for about 40 percent of the country's GDP. Middle market businesses. Right. So that's our uh, crew and posse out there that watch the show every day due to weakening demand, uh, impact of energy shock, inflation, raising rates. But here's the key. Personal consumption increased by one percent. Uh, in contrast with a 13.5% decline in gross private investment, uh, which is driven by an 11% decline in outlays on structures and a 14% drop in uh, residential investment. And so uh, that uh, that is the real economy, uh, middle level, not the high end guys, the middle of the economy, uh, and then this this is just a more detailed shot. And this will all be out. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. But hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. This dovetails with what uh, Cortez was saying uh, 10 days ago from the Boston right. Globe. They had the analysis of this. Now, they were a lot of service businesses, too. But what you're talking about here and what's Cortez, those are the companies that drive 80 percent or 90 percent of the job creation. And everything yes. you hear on here, this happy talk, this mindless happy talk, well, the economy, you know, it's really good. It's got jobs and you see help wanted. That's all coming. Look over the other side of the hill. That The bottom is about to drop out of that. And it's going to yep. drop out fast and hard and brutal. Dave Brett. Yeah. Well, and the real economy, right? So just put those two things together. So output is going down. That's been confirmed now uh, by the official statistics. So there's all sorts of jobs. They're touting the job numbers. Well, how do you have those at the same time? More jobs, uh, more people hired supposedly, and less output. Well, in economics, that means one thing. That means productivity is going down. And that's uh, consistent. You know, a couple months ago, I was on with uh, Robert Gordon. He's the uh, productivity expert in the world at Northwestern University. And you can go out and look at his stuff. And uh, total factor productivity uh, that's the only variable that causes long-run economic growth, and it's at zero, right? And Peter Thiel has got great commentary on this. And so yeah. the U.S. Uh, is no longer paying attention to its knitting, to what really causes growth. All well, we're doing is this artificial uh, demand hold stimulus hold it, hold it. with printing money. Printing money. Hang on. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, right there, you got the, the nut of it. And I want to go back to Cortez. Cortez, this is what exactly what you've been talking about, Right. We don't really have a productive economy. Everything you're seeing is this kind of financial engineering. And what you have is the Fed continues to funnel the administrative state by just printing money. Steve Cortez. Yeah. And so it's sort of an economic version of a snake eating its own tail. Right. And we have the financialization of the American economy. Right. Where it's all about, for example, stock buybacks rather than investing into business, rather than real CapEx, rather than raising productivity. And Professor Brad is exactly right. Uh, productivity has been stagnant to declining for far too long in this country. And that's only going to get worse 
in this present scenario, unfortunately. And regarding those job gains too, like I don't even like to call them gains because we're just recouping the jobs that were that were lost because of the CCP virus in this country. So they're not actual true job gains in any sense. Um, but even those relatively po positive numbers are going to start yeah. turning around in a significant way. There's just no way to avoid it given all of these economic uh, uh, realities that we're talking but, about but but what brad's talking about is what brett's talking about these are just replace you're just replacing the jobs you had with right. coming back and, and coming back from from the ccp virus from covid19 there's no job creation Correct. job creation comes from underlying economic performance and productivity if you don't have an account and by the way your lot your eyes tell you that just look around. Do you see any real growth of real manufacturing or real production or making things and, and servicing things? Do you see that around your hometown? Do you see? No. What, what you see is, is, is maybe the healthcare center, which is all government funded, right? Or everything that's related to the government. And that's just, that's just, and here, here's the lie. They're coming. They just dropped this thing before August. They're coming back in August on the appropriations bill, Brett. They're not going to hit the 30 September because that's when the, the fiscal year ends. We'll have them up against the wall. The, the Senate Republicans and the Mitch McConnell, the collaborationists will play ball. And you're going to have another continued resolution. And that's literally another discretionary spending unfunded yep. of a trillion to a trillion and a half dollars. And how are they going to do it? They'll just crank up the Fed again. And when I say crank yep. up the Fed, they'll have the primary brokers. They'll, they'll push this money into it. We're just basically we're the buyer of last resort of our own phony made up kind of treasury bills, right? There's no other yeah, buyers. China ain't going to buy it. Japan can't buy it. Go ahead, Dave. I, I, I want to link that to China, right? So Japan, every, you can go study your Japan history. China, uh, what's going on now? It's really easy to invest, right? At first, when you throw money at high speed trains and apartments and real estate and, 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 and manufacturing, great, mm -hmm. right, you get great growth at first, right? So China grew like crazy. But now a communist system does not have the brain, right? The free market system, the price system is the brain of the economy, the supercomputer. And so they run out of brains. They've hit a brick wall. They got run on banks now. Uh, the people, You're all that the, the, uh, they build, they pay for their uh, housing uh, while they're building it. And that thing's cracked up. So people are very scared yeah. over there. Now, that's related to the U.S., <laughs> though, right now, because that's what we're going to do with the green energy thing in Mansion. We're throwing good money yes. after bad. So 500 billion, instead of going into real investment, is going to go into government stuff like you just said on healthcare and all this kind of yeah. nonsense. And it's hang, not hang on, a second. hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on. Your point is so well made. The, the Financial Times today, Cortez, you're going to jump in here. Remember, the reason we're in this jam today, outside of this small window when Trump was there, and, and that really the first couple of years of that that blossomed into 2019, the greatest economic year we've had in, in, in memory, living memory. Um, the, the 2008 housing crisis that led to the financial crisis is a pimple compared to what's in China. Today, China seeks to mobilize $148 billion bailout for real estate projects, and they got the empty houses here. Yeah. And the people yeah. coming for their money. Cortez, jump in. When this gets sucked down, the interconnection right. of the global capital markets and particularly China's buying our bonds and holding over a trillion dollars of our not, they, not It used to be a trillion two. I think it's a trillion one. They sold a hundred billion. They're going to be offloading right. all of it. Cortez. You know, so China, by the way, speaking of it right now, as we're speaking, FXI, which is the ETF, the exchange traded fund for the country of China, the most liquid one that's traded here in the United States. It is down right now 4% on the day. 
But what's really significant, and I'm showing this chart there, that goes on, that's FXI China going all the way back to 2004 when this ETF debuted. China's stock performance is so poor as a country right now that it is literally where it was in the fall of 2008. Okay, in the fall of 2008, when the, when the global economy, the global financial structure was falling to pieces, was crashing and careening lower. Okay, in September of 2008, if you bought China FXI, you are unchanged 14 years later. That's pretty stunning, Steve. I mean, it's actually <laughs> incredible stunning. that over 14 years, you have not made a dollar by buying China and buying it during a crash period. And for comparison purposes, I think this yeah. is important. Let's put up the U.S. Uh, same same performance. So this is the S&P 500. And, and look, the S&P's had a very tough time lately. But if we go all the way back to 2004, OK, if you had bought the S&P at that same time, you'd be buying SPY. You'd be buying that at $115. It has more than tripled since then, not counting dividends. That's just price appreciation. So that's how well you've done if you had the guts to buy hey. the United States at oh, those oh. dark days of 2008. If you but, bought but, China, you're unchanged. Yeah. But hang, hang on a second. This and this gets to the phoniness of what you told on the great growth of China. Remember, you go back and lay up uh, the Chinese growth of the economy. The Chinese economy, I think at the time, because it's roughly twenty trillion dollars a day. I think it was like twelve or th I think it was just barely breaking. T the, their economy is essentially doubled. In the law of yep. large numbers, that's not an easy double, right? Right. But you see that the value of it hasn't increased at all in what fourteen years, thirteen Correct. years. Correct. So here's the, and by the way, for people out there who don't understand the stock market, what we're trying to do is show you uh, trends in the world that are important to you. When he says F SFX and the buying, you're, you're basically instead of buying individual stocks, you buy a basket. But that's a right. proxy for how the overall value goes. This puts to a lie a lot of things. Why are we putting American pension fund money into China, right? Why are you doing yeah. it? Because yeah. Larry Fink and those guys are getting big league fees by putting it together. The other thing is that every number that comes out of China is a lie. That right there is not a lie. You know why? Price is truth. That's what people are prepared to pay for it. Okay? Yeah. They are also teetering because we've given them so much capital with so fewer controls. They are teetering. They jacked up the real estate market and the CCP skimmed the profits. Now they got a problem. They got the prices are dropping 30%. In your own personal life, in your own personal health, and that's why we got home title lock to protect your, your deed on your house, because that's all you got, baby. 90% yeah. of people's net worth is tied up into the house. Do the, Get a pen out there with your cup of coffee at the kitchen table. Tell me how you would feel this afternoon at lunch if your house was down 30%. That's what Lao Beijing is. They got real estate yep. that's in a free fall, and there's no market to get rid of it. They go back to the guy and say, hey, I think you sold me something. Or I, need, I need my cash out of my bank. They show up at the Bank of China. Not some regional dog bank out there in the hinterlands. I'm talking about a bank of China in Henan, a massive city. They show up to get their money back, and they got tanks. It looks like Tiananmen Square in, what, in 1989. They got tanks in front of you, right? They got tanks. Yep. I don't think yep. – and they could say, hey, your savings has been re reclassified as investment products. They can't be – they're not liquid. You don't have access yep. to it. Yeah, they, and I – I tell you what, hang on, guys. We yeah. got we got another big block. I'm gonna turn you guys loose. We're gonna take a short commercial break. The interconnectivity. You talk about globalization. By the way, Der Spiegel last night. I put it up on my getter. Three right, yeah, getter. Der Spiegel, which is the Time magazine of Germany, had a uh, had a massive headline. Their cover story: the end of globalization. And it walked the Germans through exactly how globalization's finished, over how it didn't work for them, and there's got to be a new path forward. 
short commercial break. Cortez, Brett, and I promise you, you're going to get the one and only Ben Harnwell, too. All next in the world. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action do this today. Midterms begins at CPAC, Texas. Join President Trump, Sean Hannity, Steve Bannon, and a packed house of conservative all-stars. With your help, we will take back the House. We will win the Senate. A big red wave is coming. It all starts at CPAC, Texas. Fire Pelosi. Save America. And then a Republican president will return to the White House. Who, who, who will that be? The American Conservative Union is responsible for the content of this advertising. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, breaking. By the way, we're all on Getter. We finally got Brad up there. His wife taught him how to use it. So we got Brad up there. Cortez is a 
beast on Getter. I'm up 24 hours a day putting up stuff. Harnwell's unbelievable. His live streams are incredible. But the whole posse, everybody, Navarro's up there, all of us. So go there. By the way, breaking news, Brett, before you start, U.S. savings rate declined to 5.1% in June, from, in June, the lowest level since August of 2009. Lao Bai Jing, by the way, the Chinese common man, savings rate's 50%, so they have no savings rate. That cash is the only thing they've got, and that's why those tanks are in front of the, the, the tanks in front of the banks. They ain't getting up yep. cash. The Chinese Communist Party is going to keep it to recapitalize themselves. Dave Brad, closing thoughts, observations, analysis, sir. Yeah, China's been the engine. Anything goes south with Taiwan, that's a 5 to 10% hit on U.S. GDP. Uh, the Fed orchestrated free money for 10 years, uh, federal funds rate 0% 10 years. Uh, that has been great for the richest 5%. 85% of the people don't have many stocks. It's not funny. It's not funny what's going to happen to the Chinese La Beijing. 1.4 billion people created in God's image. It's not funny. Uh, Navarro came on yesterday, did a great job, and brought in a moral component. He said uh, this thing's un unethical beyond comprehension. And then he said, uh, it, 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 uh, it, it, you know, he went off on some literary tangents. And I just want to share one more with you. I think, I think, and I'm serious about this. People need to take another look at, at Dante's Inferno. For the complacent people out there, uh, Dante, you know, back in 1200, uh, puts uh, them in the first ring of hell for being complacent and puts them with a bunch of wasps and snakes to um, light them up a little, give them a little stimulus uh, for their moral complacency. Uh, for those who betray their country or family or God, uh, you're in the ninth, uh, frozen with Satan. And for the fraudsters, right? Uh, there is good and there is evil in this world. They're real things, right? We've been, uh, the enlightenment faked us out on this stuff a little bit. But there is good and evil. And for those who think at the last minute you're going to turn around and uh, say, I'm sorry, I don't think it works that way. And so go check out the Judeo-Christian tradition. Dante is a nice, fun read to get lit up a little bit. Uh, but these moral uh, ideas are central to what's going on in the world. Uh, the people ought to wow. be very angry and upset right now at the leaders who have sold yeah. you down yeah. the river uh, economically and educationally and, and destroyed your kids' chances at, at a real future. And you ought to be lit, and we need to vote appropriately and put people who care about this country back uh, in, in, in power. I think we just got big league intellectually there, Cortez, by Princeton. Let's go to uh, Georgetown's <laughs> finest. That's pretty impressive. D Dante's Inferno back to the capital markets. I dig that a lot. You know that. <laughs> Uh, when he's when when Brad says five, hold it. We just had a zero point nine. When Brad says five to ten percent, folks, GDP. that's depression. That's depression. Yep. Right. That's depression. Steve Cortez, China, Taiwan, the South China Sea, right. Nancy Pelosi, all of it, sir. Yeah. By the way, Nancy Pelosi, I'm not sure I have ever uh, praised her on any broadcast ever. <laughs> uh, she's doing a smart and courageous thing, and she should 100 yep. percent go to Taiwan to our friend and ally. So kudos to Nancy Pelosi, assuming that she actually follows through. Uh, but regarding Taiwan and to connect the economics here to the national security situation, as the uh, as the choices diminish for the CCP and as it increasingly believes that it's in a corner with its own people, with its own population because of the crashing Chinese economy, uh, because of what we showed on that on that chart no growth in terms of its equity valuation in 14 years literally no growth in china unfortunately the ccp she and the junta that run that country that dictatorial group they are increasingly incentivized to get far more aggressive with taiwan 
Uh, it's one of the oldest tricks in the book for dictators. Create a massive yep. diversion. Try to get the people to unite behind a patriotic cause, a nationalistic cause, even if it's totally misguided. And so this situation gets so dangerous, particularly because of who we have in the yep. Oval Office right now. Right. We have an yep. absolutely feckless leader who was just lectured to by she who got on the call with the president of the United States and barked at him like a junkyard dog. He said, you are playing with fire. He neither fears nor respects Joe Biden. And when you combine that with the economic situation in China, it's incredibly dangerous what's going on right now. And in the meantime, by the way, our ruling class, you know, supposed experts, they want to focus on the eastern border of Ukraine, which is irrelevant to the United States instead of focusing on Taiwan which is critical to the United States. I wish it weren't. I wish we weren't so dependent on them economically, but we are. That is the reality we have to deal with in the, in the present term. And so keep an eye on this situation. Things get a lot more dangerous. Okay. Instead of the southern border or Taiwan, the South China Sea, we're over in the east. We're going to get into that with Harnwell next hour. Okay, real quickly, 30 seconds. Cortez, you first and Brad. Who had a bigger gangster move yesterday? She barking at Biden like he's a, a, and kowtow, having Biden kowtow to him when he threatened him with the fire? Or Joe Manchin and Schumer coming in and just breaking McConnell. Who 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 was the bigger gangster yesterday, Steve Cortez? Well, unfortunately, I have to say she uh, because uh, and, and I think we should be much more worried about. Their, they both were gangsters. They both worked against the interests of Americans, but she is far more dangerous. Dave Brett, who was a bigger gangster yesterday? Joe Manchin coming in for his payday for his lobbyists and his and his yeah. corporation after lying to people, or was it she uh, barking at the feckless old man that is head of the regime? Yeah, well, I, I'm going after my uh, old friend Joe Manchin. He was in our Christian dinner group. And so me, for me, it's more gangster, fraudster. Uh, that's the eighth uh, level of hell, Joe, uh, for fraud. And he's hey, too good of hey, a man to hey, have done that. Hey, I, you know, he got yeah, a couple yeah, things from yeah. West Virginia. And it's a disaster, hey, relatively hey, speaking. Hey, you know, what Joe, you, know what Joe, you know what Joe Manchin said? Dante, Judeo-Christian West, that brother. Dante that. Yeah, I'm getting a payday for my corporate sponsors. Dave right. Bratt up at Liberty University. Cortez, what's your handle? How do people get to you and all your writings? Well, I got the baller handle, Steve. Uh, find me at Getter. I'm at Steve. Uh, <laughs> hold it, Bratt. What is yours? I know Brat your wife economics, a good one. Getter. Brat economics on Getter. I actually put some new stuff up today. Fine. We're going to push it. We're going to link to it. Okay, thank you. Right. Harnwell, Kerry Lake, Mike Davis about the assassination attempt on Judge Kavanaugh, Justice Kavanaugh, and other justices that was planned. All next in the war room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. 
War Room Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.